Welcome to the Mob Squad, where real moms of boys juggling life, love, a clean house, and being outnumbered by balls. We say bad words, we vent, we cry, we laugh a lot, and sometimes we can be a bit inappropriate. But hey, we're moms of boys, so anything goes. Let's face it, we have real shit, and we know you do too. Life gets hard and messy, but we're not alone, and we're never quiet. We know you're one of us, and we're so glad you're here. So grab your favorite drink, fill up that bathtub, or get your fitness on, and let's get this podcast started. It's going to be a wild ride, so buckle up and let's go. Hey guys, what's up? It's Amanda, and today I am flying solo on my first ever Mob Quickie. I am so nervous because I am all alone. I don't have my wing woman, Ariel. And this is actually really hard to sit here and talk without a partner. You're just talking and talking and talking. And my heart is racing 400,000 miles per hour. And I feel like I'm out of breath and I'm sweating everywhere. And I had to have a glass of wine to calm down. But I think it might sort of be helping. I don't know. We'll see. So anyway, Today, we are going to talk about the fear of failure. And gosh, we've been talking about doing something, Ariel and I, for 11 plus years. We met when our kiddos, when our oldest, who are now 12, when they were just babies, they were barely crawling. And, you know, we connected right away. We did a lot of play dates and we always talked about starting a business. And the one thing that always sort of stood in our way was number one, what the hell are we going to do? And we had a billion ideas and some that we tried to pursue and some that we explored further and some that we were just plain scared to do or didn't have the energy for. But there's always been that key factor in holding you back and taking this leap. And that is that constant like gut punch feeling that sucks the life out of you. It takes the wind out of your sails. And it's that little tiny voice in your head that what if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? What if people don't like me or what I'm doing or what I have to offer? What if I'm not good enough? There's so many people out there better than me. Why Why me? What if I suck? These feelings are so real. And it's the thing that keeps me and I know so many other people out there from living out their dreams. It's definitely a feeling that's held me back on my life. And now that I'm 41 and my sister just reminded me in six days, I will be 41 and a half. This like magical thing is happening inside of my brain where I'm starting to say, why not? Let's do this. So here we are doing this podcast. And obviously right now I just shared with you that I'm terrified and this is really scary because now I'm having to do this all by myself without my partner. But here we are. I'm going to face my fear and we're going to do this together. Uh, I actually did record two other episodes because Ariel was like, you have to do one on your own. We're going to keep doing them together, but let's do one on. She's like, I did it. I was so nervous. It was so scary. You have to do it. And I have recorded two other episodes that I know were total disasters and complete fails and they will never, ever, ever see the light of day. Most likely, maybe I'll share it another day when I've gotten over my feel of <laughs> my fear of failure, but we'll see. Um, so here we are talking about failure, putting myself out there or as my sister tells me every day, Amanda, just get the fuck over yourself. I'm getting the fuck over myself. I'm going back and forth, playing 10,000 reasons why we shouldn't do this. And my amazing sister calls me out. And she said to me the other day, get the fuck over yourself. Stop worrying what everybody else is thinking. No, Nobody's thinking of you because they're too busy worried about what other people are thinking of them. And I was like, yeah, okay, I guess that's true. I'm not the only one in the world that's worried about failing and what everybody else is going to think if I put myself out there because everyone out there is worried about the same thing. So that kind of gave me a little bit of comfort. 
And then I was like, well, okay, how am I going to do this? How do I put myself out there? How do I get over this? So I started researching and researching and explored so many different ways to figure out how to get over my fear of putting myself out there. I wrote down all these questions like, do I just jump right in full throttle? Do I start with baby steps? Is there something I can do that will make you know, that big jump so much easier by starting off smaller. Is there anyone out there that can tell me exactly what to do, where to start? Will I be successful? Will I fall flat on my face? How do I avoid falling flat on my face so I can be successful? And then there's this whole beast of social media, which I know nothing about and I'm slowly learning. But up until a week ago, I actually didn't even know the difference between a reel and a story. And the people closest to me love making fun of me about that because social media just has not been a big part of my life. And I know that part of putting ourselves out there, part of putting that podcast out there is also going on social media and doing things that are way out of my comfort zone. I actually thought the real and the story were the same exact thing. And Ariel had to tell me that they were two totally different things. I still don't even know that I know the difference between the two, which is super embarrassing. I did just do my first reel, but it did take me three hours to complete. Um, I think the the reel was like 15 seconds and it legit took me three hours. I could not understand the font, the music, putting it all together, the editing part. I was a total disaster. Um, and it left me feeling like my grandmother when we would go and visit her house and she'd be like, change it back to Days of Our Lives channel. So because she didn't know how to use the remote. And I'm like thinking, oh my God, is that the person that I have become? Do I not know how to use the remote? And by remote, I mean social media. Anyway, I'm learning and I'm building the plane and flying it at the same time and researching and trying to figure out like how to get over this fear. And I don't know about you guys, but anytime I'm doing research on anything or planning or just trying to find answers and solutions, I feel like I get nowhere. Every article, every podcast, everything I find or come across seems to have the same surface level recommendations on, oh, how to put yourself out there, do X, Y, and Z. And none of them seem to apply to me or none of them are anything that I connect with. And so as I was starting to research for this particular podcast on what the heck am I going to talk about? How am I going to talk about fear when I'm so afraid of it? Let's see what I can learn. I actually started to think something was wrong with me because I couldn't find anything that I could relate to. Sometimes I'll be researching or reading something and or watching a video or listening to a podcast and I leave feeling, yeah, that sounds great, but now what or then what? And the problem with every article and every podcast out there that I research to death is that it is all surface level solutions that never actually apply to me. I need the specifics. I need you to walk me through it. I need that step by step, especially when I'm just starting out something the first time. I know that it sounds super lame, but Sometimes I need someone or something holding my hand and guiding me through the whole process. So anyway, like I said, I have been researching and, and listening to videos and podcasts and you name it, trying to figure out how to actually break through that fear and break through the surface and just do it. And I stumbled upon this uh, motivational speaker and her name is Michelle Poehler. I'm not even really sure if I'm saying her name correctly, but she is so lovely and she has this incredible story that really was inspiring to me and super compelling and relatable. Um, she wrote a book called Hello Fears, Crush Your Comfort Zone and Become Who You Are Meant to Be. She has this really great personal story of how she moved to New York and she was getting her master's degree and she was married and had this happy life and a great job. She was checking all of the boxes and she was like good on paper life. She was just fine, just comfortable, but she said something was missing. And this is when she got my attention because I feel like that's kind of my life. I've lived in Arizona. I have this great husband. We have three kids, beautiful home, a dog. On paper, everything checks out. We're comfortable. We are just fine. But there's something missing. And then she said this, I'm alive, but I am not living. And that phrase hit me like a freight train. 
I don't know why that grabbed my attention and why nothing else has, but I'm alive and I'm not living. I immediately connected to that. She instantly had my attention. This is exactly how I felt for years, but I've been too afraid to live. Have I been too afraid to live? Is it because I'm afraid to put myself out there? Why are these words hitting me so hard right now? Is it because then I'm 41? What is it? I don't know what it is, but all I know is she's 100% right. I feel exactly the same way. I am alive, but I am not living. So I started wondering and listening more. She had my attention. I wanted to know, how did you start living? So for her, and this is why she wrote her book, it was this 100 challenges that she decided to face in 100 days. She had simple things like getting her ears pierced or getting a Brazilian wax. And I guess depending on who you're talking to, this can be really scary because I I can understand that. They are both very painful experiences. But she also did something that are very or that that's a lot more nerve-wracking and scary that she actually said she thought she would rather die than complete these tasks. So some of them included posing nude for a drawing class, which literally I think I would rather die a thousand deaths than post nude for a art class. But she did that and she did um, stand up comedy in a swanky New York comedy club. And she's not, she doesn't consider herself to be a comedian. She was a master's student with a full-time marketing job. And, you know, comedy was not on her radar, but she did it. She faced her fear. And I can think of a million other things that would be really scary. But she was, anyway, she was going on this journey, 100 days, 100 fears, and she woke up every day and conquered a new fear. Her philosophy is that when you have fear in your head or your heart, it's actually your ego trying to protect you from rejection. And I thought this was really interesting because that's exactly why I'm not putting myself out there or why I have had such a hard time or resisted putting myself out there because I am afraid of rejection. I think we all are. It's scary when we face our fears. It allows us to grow in ways that we never thought possible once we do it, but it is taking that first step of facing your fears. But once you do, 99% of the time we grow in a way that is so empowering and motivating and inspiring. So she goes on and she's continuing to talk about how she trained herself to question things in a more positive way. So instead of using phrases like what could go wrong or what's the worst that can happen, or like me playing 10,000 ways to get out of anything, she would start saying things like, what's the best that could happen? What is the best thing that will come out of this? So she's all about focusing on the rewards and the positive things that are going to come out of you facing your fears. And I really like this because I think sometimes that what's the worst that can happen or 10,000 ways things could go wrong or I should get out of this is going to hinder my success. I think it hinders so many people's success. But when you say, what's going to go right? What am I really excited about? Then you switch your mind and you start getting really pumped up about all of the wonderful things that could happen and come out of the experience. So here we are living our life, living our truth, sharing it with everyone who's listening and putting ourselves out there in a vulnerable way and sharing stories that are sometimes embarrassing, sometimes really personal, sometimes funny and silly and everything in between. So what is the best thing that's going to come from this experience? Well, I made a list. There's actually so many things. We have received so many amazing um, notes and messages and support that we've received from everybody, even people that we're meeting from for the first time. I know that our friends have been reaching out and saying, this is so amazing and we totally support you, which means the world to us because it is really scary to put yourself out there in front of your your posse or your village or the people that you know. But it's also been really amazing to have people that we don't know reach out to us to say, wow, this is really cool and it's helped us so much. Thank you for sharing your stories. So many people are so happy with how much that we've been willing to share from our own experiences, no matter how embarrassing or scary they might be. And everyone has been really supportive and encouraging throughout this whole journey. So what the hell are we afraid of? 
Who knows? I don't know. But all I know is this experience has brought Ariel and I so much joy and excitement. So why the hell not? Why not keep going? Why not keep doing this? What's the best that could happen? Don't get me wrong. I am not ready to get into that hot air balloon, but who knows? What's the best that can happen? Where is this new attitude going to take me? I have no idea. Maybe pretty soon, maybe in 100 days, I'll get into that hot air balloon with Ariel and we'll (laughs) sail around the earth. See, it gives me butterflies just thinking about that, but baby steps. So we're going to keep putting ourselves out there on this podcast because the thing that is going to come out of this experience is that we're going to help people. We're going to connect with them. We're going to create a community that is meaningful to someone and to us. Even if it means that's only one person, I know in my heart it's going to be totally worth it. So that's what I'm going to do. Keep putting myself out there. I'm going to keep doing reels and hopefully they won't be 15 second reels that's taken me three plus hours to do. I'm going to get better. I'm going to have to go to YouTube University, I guess, to maybe learn how to do more of that. But I do know that I'm never going to achieve my dreams by wishing and dreaming. I have to put myself out there. Got to push myself in a way that is uncomfortable because I am learning how to be better and I'm learning how to grow and I'm learning how to live. I hope that helps you guys. And we'll see you next time with Amanda and Ariel on the Mob Squad podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Bye. (laughs) 